0: This is the Dallas Report with Dallas Johnson.
1: Hello there. I hope that you're doing very well. My name is Dallas Johnson, and this is the first broadcast edition of the Dallas Report where I'm going to cover the latest news, weather, trends, sports, and obituaries. And I hope you find this podcast very, very beneficial. The entire country is being blanketed by a huge winter storm as we speak, and according to the National Weather Service, an Arctic blast of dangerous and life-threatening cold will consume much of the lower 48 over the next few days. Windshield warnings, watches, and advisories currently extend from the northwest to as far south as the Gulf Coast and east into the eastern United States. This powerful winter storm is also expected to blast heavy snow and blizzard conditions into the Midwest, all the way up through the Great Lakes. So please do expect powerful winter storm that's going to produce widespread, disruptive, and potentially crippling impacts across the central and eastern United States. Record-breaking cold and life-threatening wind chills over the Great Plains will stretch clear into the eastern half of the nation by Friday. So this is a multi-day event. And in the Pacific Northwest, there are Expecting significant rain and freezing rain across parts of Oregon and Washington.
0: Dallas watches the
1: politicians, so you don't have to. Follow at Dallas. You know, here's a story that I've been t- uh, staying on top of. Uh, you know, President Joe Biden expressed frustration with Vice President Kamala Harris during their early months in office, according to an upcoming book. When the president got wind that Kamala Harris's husband, Douglas Imroth, was griping about her policy portfolio, which allies believed was damaging her politically, and that reportedly rankled President Biden. Biden was extremely annoyed, and that's according to author Chris Whipple, and he wrote about this in his new book, The Fight for His Life and said basically he hadn't asked Harris to do anything that he hasn't done himself, and she begged him for more assignments. The president did tell a a friend that Harris was a work in progress.
0: Download the latest episodes and listen live at Delus.com. Delus.com. That is D-E-L-U-S.com.
1: As reported by the Los Angeles Times, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky met privately with President Biden at the White House, and then met to repeated standing ovations when he addressed a joint session of Congress. And he stated to Congress that your money is not a charity. He said it's an investment in global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. So in addition to all the warm welcomes that he received in Washington, officials of Congress greeted that president's with an announcement of $1.8 billion in new aid, including a sophisticated Patriot missile battery that they have long sought. Zelensky's visit to the White House was made possible only by U.S. support that has allowed Ukrainian forces to control the situation against their war with Russia. The Ukrainian president has basically become a household name in Washington, having played a key role in former President Trump's first impeachment trial. Do you remember this? As a newly elected president, Zelensky received a call from Trump threatening to cut off military aid unless Ukraine dug up dirt on Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Joe Biden then, preparing to launch his presidential bid, had led an anti-corruption push in Ukraine as vice president. A lot of things happened in Ukraine last couple of years. Ukraine has actually already been at limited war with Russia after Putin illegally invaded Crimea in 2014, but the full war started about a year ago.
0: Download the latest episodes and listen live at dellus.com That is D E L U S dot com.
1: Here's a story out of the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Sandy Springs residents. Sandy Springs is a beautiful suburb uh, just on the outside edge of the city of Atlanta. A very wealthy suburb. Sandy Springs residents say bow hunters are trespassing on their property, killing deer and leaving decapitated carcasses after removing the head as trophies. Sandy Springs City Council members have received dozens of emails from residents complaining about deer hunters in their neighborhood and worries of being harmed by flying arrows. So during a meeting... A resident told council members that she recently discovered an illegal deer stand on her property. And if you're familiar with Atlanta and the Sandy Springs area, a lot of hills, a lot of trees, heavily, heavily wooded area, lots of deer. And a lot of the deer are very tame. They've actually captured bears in Sandy Springs here recently. So beautiful, beautiful area, Atlanta, and it's uh, built right into the trees. It's really cool. Uh, So they're seeing uh, carcasses and the deer have become so tame, they won't even move when you go to their car. So the city of Sandy Springs could require bow hunters to pay a licensing fee to hunt deer. Hunters are required to get permission for property owners to hunt on their land or retrieve deer that's been killed. But according to state law, the city cannot prohibit deer hunting. That's a statewide Georgia law. So I thought that was some uh, pretty interesting news there.
0: You are listening to Dallas Johnson. Johnson. Johnson.
1: Listen live at Dallas.com. Former Pittsburgh Steelers legend Franco Harris has died. And his death comes just two days before the 50th anniversary of the play that became known as the Immaculate Reception, that provided a jolt that basically helped transform the Steelers into the powerhouse 1970s team that won four Super Bowl championships, and only three days before Pittsburgh was scheduled to retire his number 32 jersey. You know, I thought that they would have retired that thing many, many years ago, but they hadn't retired that yet, and they were going to uh, this week in its game against the Las Vegas Raiders. Harris had been busy in the run-up to the celebration doing media interviews Monday to talk about the moment, which he's ever going to be forever late. So if you remember this immaculate reception, it was one of the very last plays of a playoff game in 1972, and they thought the ball was dead. But uh, Franco Harris grabbed this ball before it hit the ground, and he took off running. And the Steelers actually made it into the end zone. They won that playoff game. The Steelers, the Steelers, rarely won before Franco Harris's arrival in 1972, and this was kind of the moment that turned that team around. So Harris, who's heads up thinking. Basically created one of the most iconic plays in NFL history, has died at the age of 72.
0: This is the Dallas Report with Dallas Johnson.
1: Once again, my name is Dallas Johnson. I will be posting several news podcasts per day. This is the Dallas Report. You can follow me at Dallas, that's at D-E-L-U-S. Or you can go to the website, delus.com, where I'm going to be posting all of these editions. And what we're going to do every day, uh, multiple times during the day, I'm going to cover the latest obituaries. I'm going to hit you with the latest news, weather, trends, and sports. So I hope that you have found this podcast beneficial, and I hope that you will join me again in the future. Thank you very much for listening to today. I really do appreciate it.
0: For the latest news, follow Dellis on Twitter, at Dellis. That is... At D-E-L-U-S.